Hey guys, I welcome you to the very first episode of Young, Stupid and In Love podcast. Young, Stupid and In Love podcast focuses on those circumstances we face in our relationships like love, sex and all those things in between like communication, inhibitions and much more. Our objective is to shed light on some of those mistakes that even the most sophisticated of us make and prefer practical, unbiased options for you, our very, very good listeners. Today's episode is titled, It's Because of Home Training. (laughs) And we are going to be um, looking at the theory, like father, like son, like mother, like daughter. And we are going to dissect this and see how true this theory is as it affects our relationship. So sit back and relax. Due to the pandemic of COVID-19, we couldn't have access to a lot of things like our equipment and our guests couldn't be you know, in here with us in person, but the show must go on. So, uh, pardon our audio quality because we uh, had to record our conversation with our guests. But even at that, I'm sure you will get the gist and you will be happy that you tuned in. I am your host, Neo Chi. So, let's get started. Relationship, as we know it, is the oldest form of association, okay? Relationship is as old as the word itself, right from creation. Even even the Bible says, let us make man. Uh, That means that there is a form of relationship in the supernatural world. Even in the Garden of Eden, according to the Bible, Adam and Eve were made to exist with each other. And so relationship is as old as the world itself. It's very normal for people to want to associate with other human beings. And it is very, very important at this point to define what your relationship with someone is. It is when we don't define these relationships that problems begin. Some people are business partners, some other uh, colleagues in the office. Uh, some relationships are sexual, so sexual partnership becomes a form of relationship, the jugolo, the aristos, okay, and uh, academic relationships, study partners, blood relationships, and many, many of them. There are so many types of relationships out there, and it is very, very important for you to define your relationship with people to avoid being hurt. It is when we fail to define our relationship and understand our boundaries, that is where we start having problems. When one party sees this relationship as purely business and the other is seeing it as sexual, there is bound to be problems. Okay, when one is seen, uh, and this is more common among students, when a partner is seeing a relationship as just academic and the other one is seeing it as uh, a sexual relationship, playing movies in the head about the two of them, when the other one is just trying to be studious. Now uh, you guys will have issues. And so it is very, very important to define a relationship. Now, if you look at these types of relationships, there is something that they all have in common. 
and that is friendship. If you look at these relationships, okay, one thing they have in common is friendship. Whether the friendship is a permanent one or a temporary one or a conditional one, at least during the time of that relationship, you guys are friends, okay? And one thing in common with friends is love. Love has caused a lot of problems out there. People use it anyhow they want. People say it anytime that they want to say it. They don't even care to think about what it really means. Unfortunately, this does not go well at all. This never goes well because for you to use the word, you need to know what it means. And we are trying to understand together what love actually means. If you love someone in, in a family, you love your brother, you love your sister, you love your neighbor, <laughs> you find out that people have gone you know, further to say types of love, you know, agape love, that kind of love, that kind of love. But bottom line is love is love. It is pure. It is clean. It is what it is. Okay. All the different parts that we have given it is uh, there are parts to suit us and suit the way we want to apply them. But the truth about it is love is love. And when you love someone, it is primarily because of how you feel about them, how things between the both of you work when you love someone you want to see them succeed you don't care about who they end up with as long as they are happy you genuinely care and when you hear that they're in trouble or something is about to happen to them your first instinct will be to step in and help out not because you or you want to win some kind of points with them no you feel obligated to step in and help out that's what love is that is how love feels like forget what you know the compound relationship everybody gives the definition that is what love is practically Okay, love is pure, love is unique and you feel it with people that you're close to, people that, you know, you have special bond with, right? And that is that. Now, there is this old argument of love and being in love. What is the difference between love and being in love? <laughs> it is easy, really, because uh, just like I explained earlier, when you, when you love someone, you don't care who they end up with, okay? As long as they are happy, you support them, you help them grow. When you're in love with someone, you want to be the one to do all of those things. When you're in love with someone, you want to be the one that will bring them that happiness. You want to be the one that will help them grow. It is about possession, okay? You want to be the person's one and all when you're in love with someone. That is it. So you see that the purest form of a relationship uh, comes from love. When you're now in love with someone, you begin to care about how they make you feel. When you love someone, you don't really care about how they make you feel because sometimes you can fight with them, you can quarrel with them rather, but that does not define whether you love them or not. At the end of the day, you, you still love them regardless. You will do stuff for them regardless of how they make you feel. But when you're in love with someone, you begin to put so much interest on how they make you feel and being the one that will bring about all the happiness in their life. So it is very, very important to state here that love never dies. I'll say this again, love never dies dies however being in love can change okay it's a contract and once it is broken it is broken when you're in love with someone it is based on certain factors and it usually comes with fatuation obsession or need someone to talk to you want to talk to that person all the time you guys kiss or even have sex and uh you're filled with so much longing and so when that person is not there you feel that emptiness and want to be with them all the time that is being in love for someone in love when you travel or maybe go out from that person's particular environment you easily find someone else 
person who is close by that you can share these emotions with and at the end of the day things change it is as simple as that things change but when you love someone it doesn't matter your distance it doesn't matter whether you guys talk or not you just love the person you you would readily run into the person and so uh, someone was asking how do you know that someone loves you <laughs> it is very simple really because you wouldn't you wouldn't be guessing when someone loves you you wouldn't guess you will see it it's clear okay it's in how the person talks to you it's in what the person does for you it's in how the person picks up your issues all right how the person relates with matters concerning you that will tell you whether the person loves you or not it's not in the mere words okay it's action it's it's filled with things that people do not buried in emotions unlike being in love with someone when you're in love with someone it's all emotional being in love is all emotional questions come up from the subject of love one of which is can you love more than one person the answer is yes it is possible to love more than one person because like i said it is not emotional okay it is just there you love people you love someone because you guys are blood you love someone because you love people because of who they are to you mostly this person is smart this person is quite intelligent and you love that person because the person is intelligent you love that person you want to do stuff for that person you want to assist that person to achieve stuff you want to learn you, you just want to be around that person just for the sake of this person is so good at what he's doing and so can you have that kind of feeling for more than one person of course you can yes it is possible the next one is can you love one person and be in love with another person can you love one person and be in love with another person the answer is yes yes because you can love one person and you know have this deep emotional connection with someone else. like i said earlier love is not necessarily built on emotions love is not necessarily built on emotions but being in love with someone is absolutely built on emotions okay it's an emotional feeling just like i've explained before it can change love doesn't change whenever you guys don't talk that person you are you, you love even if you guys don't talk for years and after a long while you guys reconnect you will just talk as if there was no gap at the first place that is love uh, so can you love one person and be in love with someone else yes it is possible okay the next question is can you love and fall in love with one special person yes it is possible that is that's the sweetest form <laughs> that's the sweetest form when you fall in love with a person that you love that's the sweetest form that is the sweetest form of relationship that is why it is very very important for us to define our relationship on time so that we don't get hot to speak out to communicate you know because sometimes when you don't fall in love with the person that you love you find out that you have a deep emotional connection with someone else and you love this other person and so the person that you have deep emotional connection with will will be the one enjoying your attention will be the one enjoying all the things that come from affection all the gifts and all the sweetness and tenderness of being in a relationship that person you're in love with will be the one enjoying it okay the person that you love on the other hand will not necessarily feel any of those things as a matter of fact that person will just just know that well, he will be all right he's there <laughs> okay but all that feeling will be given to the person that you're in love with okay so now when you now in love with the person that you love you see it becomes very complete it becomes so 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 beautiful in such a way that um, you guys become inseparable and that is why it is very very good to define your relationship i cannot say this enough define your relationship with people now the other question is this can one be in love with more than one person yes <laughs> yeah this one is very possible too being in love with more than one person 
it's possible it happens and, and that is the realm that our our playboys and i don't know i don't know the female word for the playboy maybe you can help me out in the comment section <laughs> okay but the playboys and the girls who are like the playboys okay that is the realm that they operate in okay uh they quickly just um have deep emotional connection with any female who is around once there's a female around and they just begin to develop all those deep emotional connections with them okay so it, yes it is it is possible okay so you see that in a relationship love is not enough you must also try to be in love with the person that you love okay and this is very very important but then whichever it is there are very important factors that make people stay in a relationship these two things are honor and commitment honor and commitment without these two it is impossible to remain in a relationship where do we where do we experience our first relationship yes you're correct the family it is within the family that we learn how to relate with people first the first couple we learn from are our parents or a parent figure the, uh, the parents we grew up in okay so now according to a paper according to the paper family and relationship influence on parenting behaviors of young parents published in 2015 in the journal of adolescent health young parents are microscopic representation of their parents so does this does it mean that after all said and done we become our parents regardless of our sophistication and enlightenment To digest this issue, I have a friend joining me. I will call him in in a bit. But before I do that, I'd like to introduce him to you. His name is Mr. Chukwudike Wonkike, aka Chooks, aka Mel. <laughs> he is a statistician and lecturer at Abia State University. When he is not in a classroom, he is conducting one research or the other on various subjects. He's a good footballer. And I think he's a fan of the Real Madrid FC. Hold on, let me dial him. How far now? How are you doing? I'm okay, thank God. And I was good. Now you the flex pass now. Who you the who you isolate with? I need to know with anybody. Oh, okay. So who are you quarantining with? Family, my parents, children. <laughs> okay that's that's nice that's very cool okay yeah, so you are you are welcome to young stupid and in love podcast we are okay. excited to receive you as a matter of fact maybe it's your picture we used though as in we're like we've had a lot of followerships since i posted your picture <laughs> uh it's cool it's cool we thank god everything is fine everything is okay we're excited to have you here and we hope that we're gonna have cool discussion you know that will benefit everybody yeah thank you for having me and i'm hoping that this our engagement will be fruitful. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's get started. We are looking at those relationships or those attitudes we have in our relationships that aren't very okay, that could be traced back to how we were raised. That's basically what we are going to be talking about in this show today. But we want to start from the very beginning, maybe from okay. your own experiences. What kind of home are you coming from? Would you classify your parents as the very strict type or, you know, the easygoing type? I think, okay, let me say my dad is strict. I think they are some, somewhat in the middle, but yeah, they 
they are somewhat in the middle, but sometimes it can be very strict, sometimes it can be visible, sometimes it surprises you. Especially now that we are adults, we mm. seem to see the easy side of them, perhaps because they are aging. But when we were much younger, Oh, okay. So, are there certain parental style that they used to raise you with regards to dating that you would like to share? Yeah, I would say they were, but it, it was more like an unspoken rule. It wasn't really spelled out, but somehow it was inculcated down to all of us. For instance, I didn't really, I didn't get throughout university too. After university, oh. uh, my sister who just got married last year. The guy she married is actually her first boyfriend, first and last, and even the other one that just started had a boyfriend. Somehow there is this uh, unspoken attribute that was sent down to us. You know, for the church day, but upbringing was quite there. Then we had this mentality to just focus on our book and get the degree, and then they got very seriously. So that. That's really cool because you turned out all right. I mean, you turned out all right and, and normal. So they, 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 they actually did something right, if you ask me. Uh, they did. <laughs> Depends on the perspective where you may look at it, but um, I am, I'm grateful. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So I take it that you're dating now? Of course, I've been dating and it's my first time they came to that. <laughs> <laughs> the way you do that, of course. <laughs> it's as if you launched him with full force <laughs> after such a long time. They already asked me about the lady, so okay okay it's amazing how they call the now are asking about the lady when they expected to stay single for most of your growing up age <laughs> anyway but now that you're dating do you have certain inhibitions that you can attribute to you know your late starting uh, Within my first and second relationship, I was trying to understand the dynamics and the paradigm of the whole shit. Like, I would say that my current relationship is way better than the former ones. And uh, you see that uh, initially when I started, I, I didn't really know, say, uh, maybe I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't know, I was trying to, I was struggling with the boundaries, like okay. what I truly wanted and what my parents or what I've read in the books, what an ideal relationship should look like, and then what was actually what my, uh, I, I really wanted. Mm. So I was having that problem. For instance, back then, I would not be so proud. My first girlfriend, I, mean, I wouldn't have been so proud of her maybe wearing a ring or a leg chain or the West Bees. But if my current girlfriend wears it, I would probably carry her out because I like it. And I, I, I <laughs> Awesome. So what you're saying right now is that one of the very first things that you have learned is you can now see what you want right now, but you couldn't, you didn't know what you wanted at the very first relationship that you had. That's what you're saying? Exactly. I can't say I wasn't sure. I, I was still listening to the voices outside and the voices within. Okay. And, uh, and you're saying that you would have probably known more had it been you were a bit... You started on time? Um, I wouldn't say so. I, I have no regrets of when I started. Okay. I think that even if I started earlier, 
some mistakes I made in 2009, even if I started in a 2-9 or 2-8 or whatever, I would have still made those mistakes again because actually I was way younger and it was still a first time. So there was always that, uh, uh, that notice experience or whatever. Okay, okay, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. We are we're learning a lot from our conversation with you right now. First is that we have learned that our relationship is what we make of them, right? Not really of as a result of uh, our parents and their influence. Yeah, the first people we meet when we are feeling on that impressionable. Mm. So a lot of things happen to us that come from our parents. For instance, I so idolized my dad when I was younger. Like I didn't think the man had any flaws. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be like him. They said a lot of good things about him academically. Otherwise, like my dad was my idol. Yeah. Missionary was really that. I always wanted to have it. He had a reading lab that I admired, and the more I classes and I felt because he wore glasses, he was more intelligent. So <laughs> you see that he was an idol to me, you understand? Yeah. So he, he kind of influenced me. My first girlfriend, when I came out, personally, I I just like the details. Like, I'm not, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm proud of my girl or my wife. But, yeah. So the first, my first girlfriend was really bitchy, like my spec, actually. Mm -hmm. So when I when she, at our house, my dad says, you know, I should go for tall girls. That's his preference. Yeah. You understand? Yes. So, but when I tried it, I saw that it was not, it wasn't really the perfect blend. It wasn't like it was bad, but in statistics, I will call the optimum. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that others are not good, but I just saw that I couldn't really deal. I couldn't really psychologically fit in so well with a very tall lady. So I prefer girls that are taller than Okay. So, so you see that the way uh, my dad influenced my thought process at some point mm -hmm. until I had to redefine what I wanted and not what he actually wanted. And then you see that also sometimes um, the way we express ourselves in a relationship is modeled after the way our parents express themselves. Like if the people receive love really in the house when we were young, it, it tends to show up. You see some people, they are free to call, hello darling, hello baby, mm -hmm. and they don't even actually mean something beyond that, but that's the way it happens in their home. They, mm -hmm. Like, they can hug easily, they can peck easily, because that's the way they were brought up to show mm -hmm. love or affection or something, or care. But you understand? So, it, in a way, affects our brain. So, sometimes when you, when one is going into a relationship, it's also important that sometimes yeah. you ask about parents and how they relate at all because my brother take it or leave it affects <laughs> okay very cool so while you were talking i i thought about what you said earlier you told us about your sister who is married to her first boyfriend first and last boyfriend like you put it and now i am putting you side by side with your sister okay you started dating when you did, and you used your first relationship to learn how to do it and do it well, right? And um, yeah. what opportunity do you think your sister would have to do all of that? Where do you think she would learn, you know, what you have learned so far? I don't know because I, I think there's no rule okay. about for you, there is a role and there is purpose for you. Mm -hmm. For instance, those of them 
school, like my sister who just made her husband and married him, she made for them more things even in the relationship. Yeah. In the relationship. She could read more books, get advice from counselors and all that. So there's still that opportunity. It's not that I that you must try one or two or three before <laughs> you get this one, but it's over time. Mm, okay, some of our friends on social media sent in some questions that I would like to share with you so you could help us out and you know, give us your own perspective. Okay, the, the one that caught everybody's attention is the difference between going on dates and dating someone. Someone over there said that you can date as many people as you want. Okay, Some other people are of the opinion that no, you should date one person. And so uh, we looked at the dictionary meaning of the word dating, and uh, we don't really know what exactly you know, to believe here. Dating, and somebody dates more than one person, or dating is meant for be, uh, specific people. Okay, like the word dating from the, from the dictionary that I've checked once in a while, it just means having an appointment with someone who could just go on a date somewhere. Mm-hmm. It must not be romantic. Okay. It could just go on a non-romantic day. Maybe a colleague mm-hmm. is so well. You just say, okay, can I take her for lunch? Or something like that. You just no feelings attached. I've done that several times. Mm-hmm. Even ladies have taken me out too on dates. But I'm not dating them. In dating, and the, in the time that we're using it now, it actually means an exclusive relationship where two of you are involved together alone. And of course, it has to be properly defined. Mm-hmm. If it's not properly it's not if you say it's not exclusive then people can uh, that's where you see people do something like multiple dating okay. but if you define, uh, say you want to be exclusive with each other only with two of you then it's supposed to be exclusive but mm-hmm. then there's also another question that came into my mind uh, are we expected to go on the casual dates I talk about why we are dating in and where we are in an exclusive uh, dating relationship what I would like to say on this is that the couple involved should decide what works what works for them. For instance, you may have an overly jealous partner who wouldn't want you to go on any form of state with your own Yeah. You understand? Yes. Yeah. So if you respect her enough, you should be able to respect that decision. And maybe if you don't if maybe so you just want to go there, you have to make sure she doesn't know about it and make sure mm-hmm. that uh, that's of course, just like you said, it's about defining the the relationship. The communication is very key. Communication is very key. Communication is, is key. Communication is key. Okay. All right. So we are kind of winding down. We want you to please give us one more or uh, shed light on a particular area. Okay. Um, this is about being in a relationship that have people people's influence okay remember we are we're still talking about the role our parents play in the way we were raised and i remember along the line you said something about people being you know easily hugging each other or easily you know pecking each other outside or you know having some form of you know show outside and which could be traced back to the kind of home they were raised and so we want you to shed you know additional light on People who feel the need to act a certain way because that is how they are raised, regardless of how their significant other feels about it. Um, let me talk about it. Like, uh, uh, there's this book I read by Gary Chapman. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I wish I knew if I got married. Okay. The first, one of the first, I think either the first or one of the first things you are praised is like father, like, like father, like son, like mother, 
like rubber. It's not a meat. Okay. It's not a meat. It's, it's real. It's practical. For mm-hmm. instance, uh, uh, if in a home, the way you behave, people behave, to think about your own family, the way your father and your mother behave, the way that family was raised, that is the way you were built for over 20, 25 years before you come out. Okay. And this is a good time to inculcate certain norms into someone that is so hard to uh, to change. So, uh, in, for instance, uh, my, my sister, okay, let me use my married sister for instance. She said that when they initially, when she got married and they were in the marriage, the husband was told her that she felt his, that she buys something and she, she doesn't share with him. Okay. Okay. So she, she wanted that demand. That's why communication is good. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. In our house, now in our house, if you buy anything in this house, <laughs> as far as as far as you go to that visa, everybody will party. We don't ask for permission. You understand? Yes. Also, but in the husband's house, before you take somebody to ask for permission, if I come in and see something on the dining table, edible, yes. I, I just, I, I, the only thing I ask is who wants to be paid for. I will take my own and go. As you're even asking, you're putting it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> She don't care about her demand. She assumed that she's supposed to come take her his own share. Yes. About to but by, by the time we communicated, we were able to resolve that. Another issue is that um, some people, there are some people that are hyperreactive, and uh, they they are hyperreactive possibly because they 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 have the the same sex. And their parents mm-hmm. was never reactive. For instance, if you're a girl and you and maybe in your home, your mom, whenever there is a misunderstanding, your father will talk, 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 while your mom will keep quiet. And mm-hmm. you maybe especially with this our age of feminism when girls want to all speak up and that. So they are very angry. So they want to make sure that when they marry, their husband will not speak ahead of them or subdue okay. them, sort of subdue. Yes, yes. So you see such people, that attitude in the home. Influencing the way they react to issues, and sometimes you'll be shocked. The husband will be shocked. Why are you overreacting? Because she's doing it because she wants to make sure that it's not like her mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So, some, some, some the, 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 this one is the opposite of what happens in the whole, but it, it influences the way she behaves. Yeah. But also, there could be rooms where, like, finance is also an important topic in homes. There could be um, homes where the mother and the father share the body equally, mm-hmm. where there are homes where the woman don't contribute at all. So such things can also influence the way the woman thinks. Even in the normal relationship before they start marrying, mm-hmm. some some so you see that some partners will expect the other one to do everything by the kids, do all the attention showing mm-hmm. yeah, without yeah. the rotating because from the upbringing. Maybe their father goes all the things where their mother is on the receptive side okay. or the other way around. So, in a way, they, these things subconsciously affect us, and we need to really look at all these things while we are dating before we actually even get into marriage. But the most important thing I would like to say before I end this one is that communication is very important. We are different women, and then we don't uh, you don't expect anyone to act exactly the way you expect the way someone will react is different from the way you react to a particular issue so when there is such you try to communicate i told my girlfriend that i like proper communication i don't like um 
someone, I'm not a sorcerer. Uh, I don't, and speculation is a weak form of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So if there is that communication, the person is able to address it. And then once people are also communicating, sometimes they lie. That is why when you're looking at the communication, she also look at the verbal communication. Mm-hmm. She look at the behavioral communication as yeah. well, so that you can know what your partner is actually. Whoa. <laughs> I want to thank you very much for making out the time to talk to us in today's show. Uh, we will definitely call you back at a later episode for you to end your wisdom. I hope you will give us that opportunity again. Of course, I will. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you very much. Do have a wonderful day. All right. Bye. That was Chuku DK. <laughs> Talking to him is always insightful. Next time, we would have access to our equipment and you can hear him better. All right, I, I asked Ogechi Alaribi about this and this is what she had to say. Our parents are the first example of how to communicate, develop and maintain relationships, especially with another gender. Many of us have come to develop a set of expectations using our parents as a blueprint. Whether parents like it or not, their children are watching and also developing their own ideas, which is why we need to be very careful as adults now because we are also future parents and definitely our children will watch us in the future. History does matter. Don't wave it off. It's there so you can correct your future. Ask about your partner's family and know what their relation, what the relationship between their parents look like. For the benefit of our, our married friends who are listening in, I'm going to play uh, the messages of Uche, Chidema, Blessing and Cynthia as they advise parents or young parents on how to help their children date better. They should have an open and honest discussion with them. In fact, it starts from growing up. The way you bond with your children will make them bond with you and know if they should be able to fully discuss these issues with you. I think they should become better listeners. At least they should listen without judging and they should understand that things have changed and the way they used to relate is not how we are going to relate to people that we are in a relationship with. Parents should make sure their children are properly taught before they approach adolescents using the right words. If not, the world will teach them the wrong things. Most African parents train their daughters to be good moms, to be good wives, to be good girlfriends, to be good sisters, but don't train their sons properly. They allow the boy child to be free to roam around the streets to do whatever he wants. So training children, both sexes, is really important. Without communication, the way you are raised can mar your relationship. Thank you for listening. I remain your host, Neil Chi.